Hi, uh, my name is Vanora and I go by Van Gogh on social media. I am an illustrator, a musician and I used to be an architect a really long time ago. Uh, I'm from India and a lot of my art is focused on uh, raising mental health awareness and um, I, I tend to make a lot of purple art uh, for reasons I shall specify later on. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a brief intro about myself. Okay, so we need to know more about the importance of mental health in your art. And also, as you mentioned, you know, the um, thing about purples, like you and purples. So we need to know more about both of those things. So uh, I, I speak a lot about mental health because uh, uh, from a young age, I've been dealing with uh, anxiety. I, I When I was younger, I used to call it worry. And uh, when I grew up, I realized that there was actually a term for it called anxiety. And um, there's a lot of mental uh, illness that uh, runs in my family as well. And I've seen the consequences of, uh, you know, not um, taking action early on. And I think that's really important for people to realize. And uh, I, I feel like a lot of us don't um, really, um, deal with our emotions uh, in the right way and are not aware of uh, everything that's happening in our uh, own lives and what we're dealing with. So I think it's important to raise awareness about it and, you know, kind of do my part to make people aware, become aware of their emotions and how to go about uh, remedying it. Uh, I mean, obviously through therapy or whatever. Um, and uh, why I use the color purple uh, is uh, a lot of people say that they are feeling blue when they are depressed or they're sad. Uh, but I say I'm feeling purple because I feel like purple is a color that has uh, some magic and hope about it, you know. And uh, even if uh, today is not a good day, maybe tomorrow will be a better day. So I feel like purple represents that. I agree. Okay. So, you know, uh, what has it been like when you entered the Twitter space, starting a building a community there? So what has your experience been like with that? Honestly, I was quite uh, afraid of uh, Twitter and already after Instagram, I mean, you know how Instagram is really pressuring and you're already like, oh God, not another social media. <laughs> but um, when I entered Twitter, um, it I, I started with... Uh, this platform called Vazirex. It was, uh, it's an Indian platform, NFT platform. And I found the community to be really, really supportive. And I think that's what jump-started uh, my Twitter, I would say, because uh, a lot of, it's like Indians, Indians. So uh, everyone was really uh, supportive about it. And the, whenever there's a new artist coming on to Vazirex, people have been really, uh, you know, uh, friendly and open on Twitter. So I had a really good experience. Uh, and so far it's been great. And I mean, I, I really don't get that anxiety anymore on Twitter like I used to get on Instagram. <laughs> so, you know, when you began, uh, you know, your journey on Twitter, was it like, was there some kind of anxiety that you felt that time? Because, you know, uh, uh, I'm not yet into the NFT space, but I know that it requires a lot of interaction with people on a daily basis. So, and then it comes, you know, your artwork on different platforms as well. So how did you manage that? Yeah, I do see a lot of other artists as well uh, 
who have not uh, you know found how to work the uh, algorithm uh, i think it's a lot uh, to do yeah you have to interact a lot I, i spend a lot of time on twitter i i think i may be slightly addicted <laughs> but um, uh, i yeah i would recommend spending at least if you're just starting out at least one two hours daily that's like minimum like i spend a lot of hours on twitter <laughs> so you have to interact like there's no other way you have to build your community you have to engage with other people otherwise it it doesn't really make sense to put out your stuff and uh, expect other people to share it because you have to engage as well yeah and uh, what are some things that you you know you learned when you began your nft journey you know when you first minted your work so what is something that you learned while you were at it so in fact i had uh, minted some stuff around a year ago when i had no idea about nft twitter or anything and uh, i i just put some absurd, absurd prices because i had no idea of uh, what the space was and i didn't even know where to market it or how to market it and uh, obviously it failed so um, when you first uh, starting out uh, on minting on platforms i i think it's important to wait till you get a sense of the market uh, you could uh, you need to interact with more people and build a little i would at least i would say at least a following of around 500 to 600 on twitter uh, till you actually mint your artworks because otherwise you're just lost in the space uh, you're like what what's happening like uh, uh, who am i speaking to or who am i shilling to it's it's very confusing so i would say uh, be in the space for a while Uh, get a few followers know how uh, things work before you actually mint on a platform so we could say you know it's important to first have people who are going to support you when you're going to mint your nft because if you start early and then you don't have people to you know have your back in that moment then it doesn't make any sense that's true and uh, what i what i did was i i started out on wazirex before i minted on opensea so i I, I already knew that there would be people who uh, supported me, who had supported me on Wazirex uh, when I minted my collection on OpenSea. Because OpenSea is a you're open to a lot bigger pool of people, while Wazirex we mostly have Indian collectors. So yeah, I think that was a good strategy, especially for uh, Indian artists. I'm going to keep that in mind. <laughs> okay. So as you mentioned that you started, you know, last year. So we can say that the NFT space is still very very new and early, right? So how does it feel hopping on to it this early? Like do you think it has made a difference like even from last year to now? No, honestly, I wasn't in the space last year. I uh, I just minted something and I left it. And then in October, I realized that uh, okay, I should I actually need to be doing this on Twitter. i need to be uh, refocusing myself on twitter but i think uh, there was a a real boom last year compared to right now like uh, last year collectors were really you know uh, buying a lot of stuff and now collectors have become more wary of uh, and doing a lot of research into the artist and it's not like you can just pop up in the space and uh, you know uh, become and sell a lot of stuff like you need to build some credibility uh, you need to um, have some have a, have some following have some uh, brand recognition you know kind of stuff right now so i think that's the difference that i've noticed of what people have been seeing on twitter so far but really i i wouldn't be able to say because i've only been in the space since october <laughs> but 
so like this is one question which is like even though you have been in the space for like the last two three months i'm sorry there's an annoying bird in my uh balcony <laughs> right but uh, so the nft space is quite new i guess it got up and the nancat gift got sold and then when people sold his 69 million dollar 5000 days artwork so even though it's not like some a curated space right now um, because we see there is a lot of spam i myself get one or two messages every day on instagram like hey is an nft giveaway so yeah there is always people who are going to um, be the weeds in a space but do you think that this space has the like it also of course it, it has the opportunity and it has the potential to blow up but it can be like um, i don't really don't want to say this but it can be like dogecoin so <laughs> what is your thoughts on that i guess it could be anything but uh, uh people did say uh, pfp people didn't know that pfps would be a thing and uh, they are a huge thing right now and maybe the hype has like calmed down a little but it's quite possible that one on one art could be the next thing in the in the next few years so um i feel like people some people have that uh, future perspective of what could be the next big thing and i mean it's not like we're all running around on twitter doing nothing <laughs> some people have um sort of turned around their whole lives with this so i mean even if it's not uh, going to be a thing at the end of the day we're still going to be making art whether it's in nft or whether it's in real life uh, we're always going to be doing art so i don't it's it's just like a added um, uh, advantage for artists so whether we whether people can't sell it on the secondary market later on or whether it goes to waste it's still it's still your it's still your right now it's still there for community it's still there for uh, we are making money out of it and that's always a good thing okay so actually uh, like i wrote a lot of questions but you have answered them all already we could say <laughs> most of them so uh one more thing that i want to ask is as you mentioned that you know the first uh, nft that you minted was when you didn't have a lot of experience but you know when you started on twitter when you built a community and afterwards when you minted your nft what was your experience with that so uh, when i uh, minted it uh, a year ago uh, i think the uh, one main difference was that gas was really low at that time versus uh, now someone getting into the space gas would be really high for them to pay and uh, i was lucky that way and uh, i prized my prize my art wrongly obviously i prized it at 1 eth or something which obviously doesn't make sense and uh, even right now i'm i'm a little skeptical of my prices uh, like some people have told me that i've priced a little high so i'm, I'm still thinking about that um and uh, what else would be the difference um yeah it's mostly just building your community on twitter and uh, i think having a uh, it's a lot of uh, you know you you on sometimes on open sea you're not sure about whether you should uh, have an entire collection especially with the one on one artists it's uh, kind of difficult to gauge because uh, sometimes we don't we don't really make art uh, based on a collection right you sometimes 
it's very scattered. It's uh, there's a lot of art about different topics. So uh, in that sense, I was a little um, I was a little lucky that I already had a, a kind of a theme going on, so I could uh, sort of sort out a couple of collections. But I uh, did make that mistake already with one uh, with the destigmatization NSFW art because I put that in a collection and it was sort of a just a one off. Uh, so I should have minted that on foundation, but yeah, it's, it's, you live and learn, I guess. Uh, I, I, I would probably add more stuff to that collection later on. I would say planning uh, your strategy is, is important. I agree. Okay. So, you know, you were mentioning how it is better to put your one-on-ones on, uh, one -on, on foundation and collections on OpenSea. And you've also been on Vazirix. So, like, what has your experience been with all three of them? Like, something that is different or, uh, you know, your whole experience on all th the three platforms. Like, what have you... So, Vazirix, um, I really like it for the community. Uh, as for the art, some people would say, uh, don't mint your best art on Vazirix. I mean, I don't want to say that, but... Um, I, uh, you won't be able to sell it for a lot of money. It's relatively less compared to OpenSea. Uh, probably because there aren't a lot of collectors and probably because it's a new platform as well. Um, and uh, also because it's uh, not on the Ethereum chain, uh, whereas OpenSea is on the Ethereum chain. Um, but it's a good place to start, uh, Vazirex. And yeah, I would not mint my best art on Vazirex. Um, uh, also, Vazirex also does not have that collection thing as of now, but I think it's uh, it it will come up with that. Uh, OpenSea, uh, I think OpenSea is great. Uh, there's a lot of collectors on OpenSea, and it's just a one-time gas fee, so it's pretty um, it's a pretty good platform for artists. It's just it's just that yeah, you cannot put one-on-one -on -one art, just one art. Uh, because you have to add each art into a collection and then it's just weird. You don't know where to put it, you know? Um, but other than that, OpenSea is great. Foundation, I haven't really uh, sold anything. I just started uh, making my profile on Foundation. So, um, but as far as I've seen, like Foundation has a really good uh, UI and people, are, uh, people really love Foundation. So it's just that there's a lot of gas fee on foundation, like with every art that you put up. So that that's a lot, that's a lot for an artist to invest when you are not sure about whether you'll make a sale or not. So, you know, when it comes to the gas fee and everything else, how, like, what would you advise somebody who doesn't have a lot of financial backing up, you know, like what, what, what should they do if they're thinking of starting out in this space? I would say start on Vazirex because a lot of artists have actually been doing that. They've uh, made some sales on Vazirex and use those funds to uh, get on OpenSea. And uh, I see a lot of uh, um, posts on Twitter as well about collectors wanting to pay for uh, artists, you know. So that's kind of nice sometimes, but you have to really hunt for it and then already have some stuff up so that they can see your art. So that's a good way, but yeah, the best way would be uh, Vazirex. Is okay. the gas uh, on Vazirex? Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty low actually. You're right. 
Okay. So you have also been a collector, both on OpenSea and on Vazirx. So you know what has it been like to be on the other side of the spectrum for you? So I'm a really small collector. Like I've not collected a lot of stuff, but uh, I I mostly collect people who um, engage with me, I guess, and people who are my uh, friends in the space, and also whose art I admire, obviously, and uh, I see potential and. and i'm obviously a small collector so i have to make sure that my money is not going you know i can't just spend on anything so i i'll really research the artists and make sure that you know i'll check all their social media platforms and make sure they've actually been doing art for a long time not just you know suddenly popped up and put some stuff on uh, some platforms and uh, if uh, if i'm looking to buy some buy a pfp or something like that i i would research the team um, check if they're all doxed i would uh, uh, go to their discord check the sentiment in the community stuff like that yeah so we can also say that you know uh, as as nft has been very hyped up as well like the community is great of course but the term has been very hyped up lately right so um, you know one should not think that you can just come here sell your stuff and leave it is much beyond that so what are your thoughts on that i feel like a lot of people have done that i mean they've, they've been tweets about this like collectors collecting something from someone in march and then they've just disappeared so it's like you're letting other people down as well so when you're when you're coming into the space like make sure you're going to be there for the long run it's not just a cash grab it's you're building a community you're building something for the future maybe your art will sell on secondary maybe you'll make new art like someone's investing in you because they believe you're going to do more things it's not like you're going to put put up one artwork and that's going to grow in value it's, you have to put in the work like that okay so i have one last question and then aditya can ask his set of questions that he's been thinking about all this time so one piece of advice for somebody who is thinking of starting their own journey like in nfts and twitter and everywhere i think having a brand is really important uh, i i i see a lot of people asking me as well uh, why aren't my nfts why my nfts not selling um it's because you don't have a brand a, a fixed brand on on all your social media platforms like what is the message that you're trying to say through your art like i agree sometimes all art doesn't need a message that that's fine but uh, in this uh, in this day of age uh, you need to have a brand and uh, brand recognition is important um, either through your color palette or either through what you're trying to say or be it anything and whatever you post on all your social media should be uh, relevant to your uh, brand basically i think that's an important thing to remember when you're starting out because a lot of people just uh, come into the space and directly put up their uh, stuff and it's a little uh, who are you first that's that's the question i think i think that yeah like yeah, yeah like people don't know who you are so how are they going to buy your stuff they need to know you know what do you do what kind of person you are and everything else Okay, that they can just start your questions. I know you're waiting for it. <laughs> Don't have a lot of questions, so I just have one. So we have been asking this to like most of the people who have uh, we have requested for the podcast, and um, so one of the questions is like, 
there's OpenSea which controls most of the market because it's really a big platform. Then there's Foundation. Uh, Foundation's quite does not have that big of a market as OpenSea because it's invite only. Then comes Wazirx, which is quite still in the nascent space. So you really think like if someone's spending their art for the first time, uh, platforms would make the difference if you keep aside the finances at one point, like just keep aside like the gas fees at one point. Do you think like uh, finances would be play? Uh, sorry. That the platforms would play an important role. Like if someone has to prefer one over the other, do platforms really do an important role in deciding he's going to sell? I think uh, you should be a little wary about where you're putting up your NFTs because uh, thinking long term, like are your, are your NFTs safe on that blockchain is also important. Uh, like for example, uh, uh, I think hen was that platform which just got uh, yeah so you need to be a little uh, wary about those kind of things as well and if it's stored on the ethereum blockchain i'm i'm like that's the safest option right so in that sense i think OpenSea would be the best your best bet in my opinion and even like uh from a collector point of view do you think other collectors prefer one platform over the other when they are hunting for like NFTs? I'm sorry, I said hunting, but okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of uh, uh, collectors who are like, especially even, even on OpenSea, if you're minting on Polygon, uh, people are not, there are less chances of collectors buying your art if it's on Polygon. Um, and it's, it's better if you mint it on uh, the Ethereum blockchain. But I, yeah, I, uh, as far as I've seen, uh, it's mostly collectors buying on OpenSea and Foundation, no, and Tezos as well. But still, it's not uh, not reached that uh, amount as, as much as OpenSea or Foundation. So I guess <laughs> that's been it. I guess Kanishka asked her all set of questions, and thank you so much for coming here. Uh, like I know you have a busy schedule. Kanishka told me like you really have a busy schedule, but I told her like whenever she gets the time, I'm ready to hop on. Doesn't matter if it's 4 a.m. I will just hop on. It'll be a very quick call because we really want uh, the podcast to not have like a by tone, uh, a personal tone to it, but someone who has been in the space because I've been in, we both have not been in the space for a long time, but having an opinion from someone who has been in the space for a long time really helps. So again, thank you so much for coming here this morning. And uh, thank you so much for your time. We're so we're so glad, and all your answers were very well put, and they made a lot of sense. So you know, we also got to learn a lot. That thank what you exactly so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here. You guys are really safe. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye bye. Yes, Let's take bye. a picture. Let's oh, take a picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really have to put up a timer in the calendar now that oh take a picture at the end of the meeting. Yeah. <laughs>